Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study, from the Gospel of Mark, Chapter 1. John announced, After me comes the one, more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals, I am not worthy to stoop down, and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you, with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth, in Galilee, and was baptized by John, in the Jordan. Just as Jesus, was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open, and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. Why did Jesus have to be baptized? While even the greatest prophets in the Bible, had to confess their sins, Jesus was the perfect, sinless Lamb of God. Although he didn't need forgiveness, his baptism was an identification with our humanity. We need salvation. Through baptism, Jesus showed us how we receive remission for our sins. Baptism is symbolic of the death and resurrection of Jesus. Now, please join David for today's word. The baptism into Christ is literally an illustration, it's a testimony, it's an illustration that just as Christ died and rose from the dead, so we should die to the old life. And in verse 6 it says, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that we should from that moment on no longer serve sin. Because in verse 7, he that is dead is freed from the old life of sin. So it's very clear that we are born into a new spiritual life. And just as we come up out of the water, so Jesus came out of the grave. Now then, to me, the significance is this. Yes, John is preaching this gospel of baptism. And what is interesting is that coming out of the Old Testament and the teaching of the Old Testament, it does not refer to or reflect in the Old Testament this water baptism. This is something quite new that's being introduced in the New Testament. And it's very significant that John, although he's preaching and building on the prophecies of the Old Testament, is instituting something different. And that is that there would come a remission of sin. Now, in the Old Testament, the sacrifices were made, and the atonement for sin was through the sacrifice. But here, John is preaching something different, that we ourselves have to undergo this. In the Old Testament, it was the Lamb. It was the sacrifice. In the New Testament, it is the individual who has to experience death through water baptism. Now, this leads me on to something which, to my mind, is very intriguing, because why did Jesus have to be baptized? 
and yet he did. All right, some would say he was baptized because it was a, a, an illustration, a demonstration for us, but I see it as something more because what we can actually see is that the ministry of Christ didn't begin until after he was baptized. He was 30 years old, as you know. So there is something very significant, even with Jesus, that because he was born in a human form, and this is a major subject, this is a major issue um, about Jesus as to who and what he was. He was the Son of God. He was born, God with us, born of a woman, but his father was the Holy Spirit. But here, because he still had the human form, that human form had to also, in effect, be crucified in the water. And for even Jesus to be baptized in water was, as, as Paul is saying in Ephesians, he says, baptized into his death. So Jesus himself was symbolically speaking of his own crucifixion, of his own death. But I believe there's something much deeper here, that something had to happen even in the life of Jesus, because then you read on that when Jesus, in verse 9, when Jesus came from Nazareth and was baptized of John, and by the way, baptism is not sprinkling. I, I, I would still puzzle to find out where in the Bible you, you, you get any teaching of baptizing children. How can you baptize a child? Because that child hasn't repented, hasn't come to know Christ, hasn't begun the first life. How can they be baptized and baptized into death in order to begin a new life when they haven't become the first life. There's, to me, there, there, there's an absolute contradiction in this, and I'm beginning to ask the questions, how, why, and when did this system of infant baptism come into the church? Because it's a contradiction. Anyway, so what it says here in verse 10, and straightway coming up out of the water... John saw the heavens open and the spirit like a dove descending on him. And the, the voice from heaven, thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So that even Jesus at this point had to receive the Holy Spirit. Now this is an entirely separate subject, but I know when I was only recently in the last five or six years, praying about the ministry of Jesus and really seeking to find out how, where Jesus had the power to work the miracles, what was the power in his teaching, and trying to discover how I as an evangelist can, can be like Jesus, do what he did. And what I sensed was this, even with Jesus, he couldn't commence his ministry until firstly, He'd gone through the water of baptism, but secondly, he received the Holy Spirit. Why? Because when Jesus was born, the scripture says that he gave up his heavenly authority. 
and only received that authority and power back in the person of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus says to his disciples, after he's risen from the dead, he says, wait in Jerusalem until you receive that same Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that Jesus had received. And from that beginning would come the whole ministry of the church, coming upon men who have to, first of all, grow up, then die to self, be baptized, then to receive the same power that Jesus needed because Jesus needed the power of the Holy Spirit to restore that power, that authority into his ministry. To me, this is a very powerful subject and something that I'm very, very interested in in my, my own life, my own experience, that even Jesus could not commence his ministry until these two things had happened. One, that he's baptized symbolically of the, the, the child that was born to Mary dying, and then coming out of the waters as the new creation ready to receive the Holy Spirit who would put in him all the power and authority of God which he needed for his ministry. This we need to look at in, in a lot more depth and I shall be dealing with this in some of my books. So this is what happened and then immediately in verse 12, immediately the Spirit that's the Holy Spirit, drives him into the wilderness. And in the wilderness, he was tempted 40 days. Now here in Mark's Gospel, and I'm going to have to turn into the other scriptures, because here in Mark's Gospel, it only has two verses. Verse 12, the Spirit drives him into the wilderness. Verse 13, he was in the wilderness 40 days. But Mark doesn't deal with the 40 days. He only says that he was tempted of Satan, he was with wild beasts, and angels ministered to him. And then you come to verse 14, and the ministry of Christ begins simultaneously with the time that John was put in prison. And I find this is very interesting. John has completely fulfilled his task as the forerunner, fulfilling prophecy, revealing Christ. And then when Jesus comes, John is no longer needed. I mean, you know he was beheaded. You have an inheritance in Christ. It is expansive beyond comprehension. And faith is the key, which will unlock this power in your life. Through David Hathaway's book, Power Your Inheritance, the book of Ephesians explored. Our prayer is that your eyes will be opened, that you will see and know what the hope is, what the riches are, the glory of God in you. David wants you to enter into the power and the riches of this glory. He wants you to experience and live in the fullness of the blessing. There is so much power available to those who will believe. In David Hathaway's book, Power, Your Inheritance, the book of Ephesians explored. He will reveal the glory of your inheritance in Christ. 
Order your copy today by visiting eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. We would like to give you a free gift. David Hathaway's Prophetic Vision magazine is available free of charge. All you need to do is ask for it. This faith-building resource will show you the path to revival in your life and ministry. To receive this free magazine, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash magazine. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.